Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 10 of season one of Transformers Prime. It is Deus Ex Machina. This episode was directed by Shant Nigogosian. It was written by Nicole, Nicole Dubuc. And the last time on Transformers Prime, we had a great big convoy rocking through the night. And Silas attacked the convoy, then saw Transformers fight. Then Fowler joined the convoy and complained the entire way, and Optimus saved the convoy, the dingus, and the day. Convoy. Ah, nice. And in this episode, we open up with Miko in detention because she didn't write her history project, I guess. No, she didn't. She's sitting there with a history book and she's like, ah, detention sucks. And like the teacher's not really paying attention. She's just sitting there reading the newspaper. So she skips out of detention. Well, Bulkhead pulls up outside. And inside Bulkhead, he's playing kind of really bad, generic, shitty heavy metal. But <laughs> yeah. uh, she jumps in and is like, hey, let's get out of here. And he's like, are you supposed to be in detention? And she's like, there's the teacher. Let's get out of here. Yes. And he's like, what would your parents say? And she's like, uh, they're in Tokyo. And, and I <laughs> kind of scare my host parents. I don't think they care. Like, all right. <laughs> but we have our first commercial break. And when we come back, uh, they're driving into Autobot HQ. And this kind of a neat thing here. I don't know if they're playing off immigrant parents or working class parents, but there's almost a, this feeling of bulkhead where he, he tells Miko, hey, look, all I did before I was a warrior was build stuff. So all I know how to do is build stuff and break stuff. And you shouldn't be like me. You should be like Ratchet, who's a doctor. But uh, speaking of Ratchet, there he is. He's standing right there and he's picking up something from a nation called Greece. Mm. And uh, it's an ancient city, apparently. Yes. In, in Greece, which is... And bulkhead yeah. figures... Field trip. Yep, here we go. And uh, meanwhile, on the Decepticon ship, uh, we have a new Decepticon. It's, it's uh, Knackered! He's kind of a Staticon, but not really a Staticon, but the other one is, but don't worry, whatever. Buy this toy, buy it for your kids, buy their love, put cocaine in my nose and money in my pocket. Well, yeah, he does kind of look like uh, Dead End, the Stunticon, but kinda totally does. different voice. Yeah, in fact, yeah. it, his voice sounds like Phil Hartman. I like his voice. <laughs> yeah, he's got this, like radio voice going on almost it, there's almost a 1950s thing like it's i really like his voice yeah it's almost like an evil tracks voice if you if you yes. think about it. yeah but uh i guess he's the closest thing that decepticons have to a doctor because uh but well first of all starscream's like you're late or something and he's like uh sorry bad traffic and starscream's like oh yes you're one of those yeah <laughs> oh yeah because he doesn't have a flying mode when he's in vehicle mode so i I don't know, like, we don't see him fly this episode in robot mode, so I wonder if that limits... Anyway, whatever. He's a car, and he, like you said, is the closest thing to a medic, but he needs his assistant, Breakdown, who's out surveying an Energon patch. And uh, meanwhile, Bulkhead and Miko ground bridge to some ancient ruins in Greece, and she calls it Grecoville. I wonder if we should explain that one. <laughs> ah, never mind. You can look that one up if you're bored. Regional pizza. Uh, yeah. but, but while they're there, she's so she's looking around a bit. She takes a and she takes a picture of a thing that Bulkhead sees, which is like an old carving of an Energon. Oh, he doesn't say Energon Har Harvester. He says that's Autobot technology, and it's a carving yeah, it's of a, a man holding up an orb. Yeah. Well, I thought it was just like a mural of Poseidon because he's got the trident in the other hand, right? So. Oh, that would probably know. make more sense. Uh, Either way. Oh, oh, oh. Then <laughs> yeah. Then they get attacked by. Uh, it's oh, okay. It's here we go. Let's break down a Lamborghini in Chile. Ah, it's not. Wait a minute, people. There's like 500 different toy lines for 
second licensing for this crap? Uh, it's Breakdown! Well, he has Breakdown's colors in Robot Mode. I'll he give does. him that. But he, he's way, way bigger than the G1 Breakdown was. Well, and apparently uh, he has history with Bulkhead, which I like that two big bruisers have history. They go way back and... Uh, Breakdown's like, oh, that's so cute. You have a pet, Bulkhead. Does she play catch? And he just uproots this, like, I think it's called an Ionian column or something like that, and throws it straight at Miko. And Bulkhead, at the very last second, manages to get between her and it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Breakdown comes flying through the dust and just slams into Bulkhead. They toss each other around for a bit. And uh, then Bulkhead goes flying through that uh, big carving of Poseidon and the old orb. Breakdown's like, oh, I hope that wasn't important. He transforms and drives off. See ya. And the, uh, Miko's like, oh, it's not so bad. I got a picture of it before it got destroyed. Yeah, so her camera, it, it, or her phone's camera, comes in a lot this episode. And I think I was right earlier when I uh, was saying that it's kind of her her tool or her James Bond superpower. But either way, they go back to Opti- uh, Autobot HQ. How many times have I tried to call it Autobot? Optimus HQ, but they go back to Autobot HQ, and Optimus is looking at the picture and says, yup, that's an Energon harvester. Yep, it removes Energon from any source. And, any uh, source. Raf asks, like, uh, whether the Greek gods knew the Autobots, and Optimus is like, no, but um, what we ancient Autobots would use the art of a given era on whatever planet they happen to be on, and in this case, ancient Greece, to basically advertise where they left their things like they hid their clues in plain sight they yeah. would know where to look but to anybody else it would just blend in that was that was a neat idea i really like that yeah so they decide that um oh actually raf finds the orb he's like by with two minutes on the internet i bet you yes but when raf is like 18 or 19 he's gonna have a disturbingly huge porn collection in his computer uh <laughs> but he finds the orb in a museum and optimus decides Oh, no, they're going to call Fowler, but he is on a training exercise. Yeah, very intense training exercise. It won't be back till Tuesday. It's okay. You know when he's going to be back. Yeah, exactly. going to try calling them later anyway. But they, And they complain that he still hasn't answered. Either way, Optimus decides the only thing we can do is break the law and steal this orb. Yeah, they're going to confiscate it. And the kids are like, uh, that's stealing and it's illegal. And he's like, Psh, it, I hate to break the law, but we have no choice. The Decepticons are going to go after this, and they aren't going to care. Miko has a great line where she's like, Jack, we have to do it because we're small enough to break in, and we're not, what is it? We're not like a government secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Supreme so reluctantly agrees that, okay, yeah, we got to let the humans to do it. But uh, meanwhile, in the Decepticon ship, they know where the thing is, too, and it's harvest time. Break. And when we come back, the Autobots pull up, well, Autobots minus Ratchet, uh, pull up around the museum. They all guard aside, and Optimus is out front. And then the kids are back at Opt... Op- oh, my God, Optimus HQ. I'm just going to start calling it Optimus HQ. <laughs> but they're back at Optimus HQ, and they're on, like, a little... Um, like uh, a scissor lift. Yeah, so thank you, scissor lift. And they're going to ground bridge into the museum. Yeah, he gets them in there, and uh, conveniently, they come out in a room with the the statue of Poseidon in it with this thing. Well, they come out in a hallway which attaches to that, but, uh, and Miko's well, Ratchet, like, Opa! <laughs> Ratchet said that he was gonna, um, like, teleport them past all the major security, um, systems, so they only have to really worry about this one camera that a security guard's watching, and what Miko does is lines up her phone camera. Yeah, this is neat. Yeah. Takes a picture of the statue, and then just hangs her phone, or she takes the picture upside down and then hangs the phone upside down on top of the camera yeah. really clever 
And I like that her phone is becoming like one of her superpowers. Mm, meanwhile, outside, Knockout and Breakdown arrive, and uh, he likes, uh, or Knockout likes Optimus's rims. He's like, hey, what are those, 24s? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a sarcastic prick. But Breakdown fires a missile, but uh, Optimus transforms and catches cool. it, and it's like, it just keeps pushing him back and back and back and back. And finally, when it hits the building, all it does is shatter some glass a little bit. <laughs> it was cool. And uh, then, so when that happens, uh, Knockout, like, tases Optimus. I guess he's got a taser staff, but... He does something to him. Yeah, man. knocks him on his... Just, like, topples him and then zaps him again. And while that's happening, Bumblebee and RC whip around from either side of the museum. Yeah, but... He blasts Bumblebee, and then RC kind of, he shoots at her, too. It doesn't hit her, but it, it does knock her over. So she basically slides and yeah. trips Bumblebee like they, they run into each other. Bulkhead then jumps off of the roof of the museum. Yeah, he comes over the building. <laughs> yeah, charges breakdown and just gets a back fist to the face. Which knocks him into knockout, and they smash inside the building, setting off the alarm. But, um... Meanwhile, inside, they're up on the scissor lift in this room with the, the statue, and Raph manages to move this. It, you can tell that the sound the thing makes when it lands, heavy. this incredibly heavy thing from the hand onto the scissor lift. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's there's a strong kid. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's eating spinach. <laughs> spinach and Wheaties. Uh, but they get it on the scissor lift, and then they're starting to... Um, Oh, oh, there's a very quick scene where Knockout goes to tase Optimus again, but gets smacked away. But then the kids are trying to escape with the orb and security catches Miko. Yeah, she opens the gate and uh, he grabs her. He's like, all right, I think you better come with me, miss. And uh, Jack and Raph see her get taken away, but then they see Transformers legs outside of a Like they can't see who it is. They think it's RC mm. at first. But then Soundwave leans down and looks in, and Raph's like, it's Soundwave. Like, when did you learn Soundwave's name? Like, That's a good um, question. I'll, I'll give it to Raph. He probably browses, like, Autobot databases and shit. Yes. Yeah. When we come back, Soundwave just has the harvester, transforms into drone mode, and whoosh, flies away. He's out of here. Knockout sees him leave, and he also transforms and leaves, and so does Breakdown. Uh, but uh, RC chases after them. Which uh, seems like it was almost an animation error yeah. because it doesn't jive with what happens later. But Bulkhead wants to go save Miko from security and Optimus is like, no, no, she is literally safer there yeah. than she would be in you. So let's get the uh, harvester. <laughs> and in the security office, and this guy's got like 19 camera things behind him, Miko tells the guard that like, I was just uh, researching my history project. Yeah, that was it. And uh, I lost track of time and got locked in after the place closed. And the guard is like... So what's your history project about? Enlighten me. <laughs> and she stumped. But this is what I was saying doesn't jive with RC chasing the Decepticons, is that we then see Bumblebee and RC separately ground port or ground bridge to two separate locations. Yeah. And Optimus has them out looking. They're like, I guess, checking up on previously unreachable underground, I'm assuming, Energon deposits that they now assume Starscream will harvest. Hmm. And I Optimus uh, wants Bulkhead to stay behind and help ratchet and, and and they're still trying to get a hold of fowler and it's the same message as before so it's like they're just baffled as to why this guy won't be back till tuesday is still not home and then bulkhead gets angry <laughs> and he smashes something bulkhead i needed that <laughs> it's like yes please tell me they're gonna keep this going uh they have to now they have to but uh, it turns out that 
what Ratchet is doing or had been doing was building a replacement orb so that they could put back in the museum. So I'm guessing the humans wouldn't catch on, but mm. then the Decepticons wouldn't steal again. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, Bulkhead smashed the welding torch that Ratchet needed. But uh, Bulkhead remembers that the mural, though, wasn't the only thing they found at the ruins. There was Energon deposits there. And he thinks... Maybe Starscream will start there, right? Yeah, so we go to that excavation site, and there's a couple uh, Decepticon drones marching around, but Starscream, uh, Knockout, and Breakdown are all standing around while Starscream holds the orb, and they get... There's a little bit of a back and forth. Yeah, well, Knockout's like, yeah, well, remember the Breakdown, and I did all the legwork here, you prick. (laughs) But Starscream fires this thing. It's like a gun, I guess between them and uh it hits like a i just have generic decepticon written down and it just starts harvesting the energy energon out of him it doesn't just harvest energon though like it it sucks tendrils of energy out of this thing and it looks painful and uh well that's the end of him and then he starts harvesting the energon veins it's like the crystals of the energon just sticking out of the ground yeah, and while he's doing that, we see Bulkhead off in the background, out of focus. He starts sneaking up and gets busted because he's a yeah. Big he steps on a clay urn or yeah. something that breaks, and they hear him and knock out and break down, run to attack him. So they start knock out and break it down. It is they they start to flank him. Uh, Knockout gets his power staff and break down. Just I guess he transforms his hand into a hammer or something. Yeah, but they they do that classic bit where they run at a from both sides and Bulkhead just ducks down at the last second and they smash into each other. I did like though that they took the time to show Bulkhead look one way and the other and then you see him go, oh yeah, and he figures it out. It's like, we're starting to see him actually think and I like that. Now Starscream turns the harvester on him and Starscream's Mm. like, "Uh, you're big. This could take a while. Yeah, he's (laughs) sucking the energy out of Bulkhead but Bulkhead is too strong. He stands up, marches at Starscream. Starscream's like, what are you doing? Oh, sorry. I forgot to do the voice. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, Bulkhead grabs the uh, harvester and he's like, I'm doing what I do best. I'm breaking things. Yes. And fucking punches Starscream's head into the cliff wall. Smashed. It was and great. Starscream, well, understandably drops it. And uh, Bulkhead throws it like Metroplex. Well, he crushes throwing. it in his hand first. Oh, that's what that, okay, I have. It, it just throws it a country mile and it explodes for some reason. I didn't notice no, no, that he, he actually it. smashed it first. He's a strong boy he eats his spinach and wheaties yes that's why he's green and uh bulkhead f- f- finally though collapses from being drained of his energon and the decepticons are about to finish the job but then the autobots arrive and break down it's just like fight and knockout's like drive <laughs> they just retreat it's like nope we're outnumbered let's get out of here so they open fire the autobots that is open fire and starscream for a bit starscream holds him off and then is like ah fuck it and just transforms and flies away yeah, and back at the museum, the the sun's coming up. And, oh, and and Bulkhead survived. Yes, he, he's fine. But uh, the sun's coming up, so Mika was here all night, I guess, and she's still explaining to this alone guy. in a room with a grown man. That's not right. That's not right at all. <laughs> and she's explaining what Deus Ex Machina means, and then, well, this, speaking this of which, so this was so good. I laughed out loud. It was, it, and it's not just Deus Ex, Ex Machina. It's Deus Ex Machina on steroids. Like he shows <laughs> up and explains everything without being asked a single question, and has her cell phone, and, and without even being in on it, he says, "I found it next to your history report. Let's go." Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was so perfect. 
what the hell kind of hiring standards does this security outfit this museum uses have? Because this guy's an idiot. He takes Miko to the security office and says the cops are on their way. Fantastic. I think I'd have started up with calling her parents first, but it makes sense to call the police. Except the entire night goes by and the cops never show up. Like, what? Go to the wrong museum? Oh, it's that museum that has the marble statue of Poseidon, which for some reason is not in Athens where it belongs, holding a metal object that's clearly not of ancient Greek design in the same room as the Tyrannosaurus skeleton and an Easterner Island statue. Yeah, it's the museum of we can't pick a fucking theme and have such limited space we have to cram all the exhibits into one room. We were gonna have Poseidon riding the T-Rex, but we couldn't bend his legs. Where does this idiot think she put the sphere? Like, in her purse? You, you got 17 security monitors behind you. You might want to roll back the tape, son. Maybe have a look at the exterior shots and explain all the racket and why the ground was shaking and how a window got smashed floor to ceiling and why you heard a scissor lift driving around earlier. Yeah, those things aren't quiet. And three kids up on a... Here we are at the end of another episode of Defin Piss Prime. The next episode we're going to be reviewing is Speed Metal. If you want to hear something that's just thrashy and trashy and... <laughs> I don't know. I like Speed Metal. I shouldn't be talking shit about it. Find yeah. us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to your Speed Metal with, too, probably. And uh, tell your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickerspodbean.com. Until the next episode, keep on transforming! It was very speedy. Oh, that's so cute.